and welcome back to Fun With Fee. Thank you very much for joining me for this episode. Now, I have another book to share with you today that the author has asked me to read, so I am very excited to share it with you again. It's called Acts of Kindness. So that's about doing something special for somebody else and that will make them very happy. I wonder if you can think of anything nice that you've done today that made somebody else happy. Maybe you shared your toys. Maybe you helped someone at school. Maybe you helped your mum or your dad or another grown-up. Even the smallest thing can be very, very helpful to people. So shall we see what's happening in this book? Don't forget that if you would like to get yourself a copy of this book, I will put all the details in the description below and you can head over to Amazon to buy yourself a copy. Let's see what the story is all about. Let's put our fingers on our ears and say click. Fantastic. We are ready to listen. And if you listen carefully during the story, you might hear Saxon because he's with me today helping me record this story. So if you hear him making any noises, that's just him listening and enjoying it with us. Is that okay? Fantastic. Mr Dale was feeling blue one gloomy rainy day. It was the third meal he'd eaten alone since he lost his dear wife, May. So he's having to eat all by himself. You show me a very sad face. Poor Mr Dale. David sat alone nearby, enjoying an ice cream treat, when he noticed a man sitting by himself and asked, May I please take a seat? David spoke to Mr Dale of topics all abound. Thank you, David, said Mr Dale. I was feeling oh so sad and blue till you turned my day around. So now we can have a big smile. He's had a lovely chat and a meal with somebody else to keep him company. What a lovely thing for David to have done. With that, Mr Dale opened his umbrella and went on his way, hoping the rain might yield. When he spotted a mother and child getting soaked with nothing for a shield. So it's pouring with rain and these poor people here haven't got an umbrella. Do you think it might be his turn to do a kind deed? Shall we see? Please take this umbrella, said Mr Dale. My car is just nearby. Soon I'll be safe and warm inside. You'll need this more than I. The mother smiled a sunny smile that brightened the gloomy rain. Thank you. Thank you for your kind deed, she said. It will not be in vain. So he's passed his umbrella on and now they're happy. So just a very simple thing has made him happy and now he's passed on something else to make her happy. What a lovely thing to do. She covered her child with the umbrella, still touched by the kindness of the man, when she spotted another woman close by rummaging through the garbage can. So there's a woman looking through the rubbish. What could she be looking for? She asked the woman, do you need some help finding something that's in there? The woman replied, I am hungry, so I look for bottles to change for coins. Thank you for your care. My child and I are going to eat. I'd like to buy you a meal. It isn't much, but at least for today, hunger you won't have to feel. Thank you, said the woman as a tear fell from her eye. She ate every single bit of her meal and finished with some pie. So that's a lovely thing to have done, isn't it? The woman was very hungry, so she offered to buy her a meal. What a lovely thing to do. 
And I think that woman who was very hungry will be very happy with something to eat, won't she? I wonder if you could choose any meal, what would you choose to eat? Oh, good choice. Can you imagine it's in front of you now? And take a big spoonful or forkful of it. Um, and have some more. Um, and say, yummy. <laughs> that meal filled her up from her belly to her soul. She walked outside and noticed a boy whose shoes were full of holes. It must be hard getting round with those shoes on your feet. The boy replied, I take the bus, but I'm short of the coins to buy myself a seat. Please take these coins, the woman said, as a gift from me to you. I was saving them to buy a meal, but now my hunger is all through. So even though she's hardly got any money herself, she's given the small amount she has to somebody else so they can at least get on the bus. Isn't that a wonderful thing to do? The poor boy has got holes in his shoes. Thank you, said the boy to the woman with a heart so filled with joy. These coins provided not just a ticket for the bus, but hope for this young boy. So he managed to get on the bus and it made him feel much, much better. He stepped off the bus and walked down the street toward the place that he called home. When he noticed Mrs. Sanders carrying grocery bags and she was all alone, what do you think he might do to help? I think he might help to carry her bags, Mikey. Can I help you with those bags, he asked. It's something I'd be glad to do. I was worried I might not make it home, she said. I'll take your help. Thank you. The boy carried each bag with care all the way to her door. Mrs. Sanders was so grateful, she thanked him once more. So that's a lovely thing to do as well, isn't it? So far, one person has done one kind deed and that's made another person do something kind and so on and we're going all the way round, one person to the next. I wonder who she might be able to help. As she walked inside and loaded her fridge with vegetables, milk and cream, she thought of her daughter far away. It had been so long since she'd seen. She wanted to call so many times, it haunted her each day. But she remembered the words they'd said to each other, some things you can't unsay. Inspired by the kindness of the boy, she decided to make the call. Even though she was so nervous, she didn't know what to say at all. She hasn't spoken or seen her daughter for so long, but now she's going to call her. When her daughter answered, she just simply said, I love you. Thank you for calling, said her daughter. I love you dearly too. So they've obviously had a big argument and hadn't spoken for ages, but just that one call has made everything better and they could be happy again now. That daughter smiled the happiest smile she'd ever smiled before. When she noticed a man walking all alone and said, please let me hold that door. But that's the man from the start of the story. Thank you, said Mr. Dale, as he returned a kind smile. What started as a gloomy day has been the happiest I've had in quite a while. So all those kind deeds have come all round in one full circle and come back 
to Mr Dale, who started off very, very sad, but now he's had one of the best days ever. And all those people in between have been really, really happy too. So as it turns out, even one act of kindness, no matter how small it may seem, can shine a light for someone in need of hope and cast the brightest gleam. So now you've seen all the good deeds that those people did in that book. Maybe you can think of one good deed that you could do tomorrow to make someone extra happy. Do you think you can do that for me? I hope so. And if you do think of something you've done today, please do tell me because I would love to hear what your acts of kindness are. Thank you very much for listening to my story tonight. I hope you've enjoyed that. That was called Acts of Kindness. And I'll put a link in the description below if you would like to go and get your own copy. I know the author would really appreciate it. That could be your act of kindness, supporting all of the authors out there. Now, are you ready to play some games? Fantastic. Okay, the first one is called How Do They Help? And I am just going to give you some different people and I want you to call out all the different ways that that person might help you, how they might be kind to you, all the things that they do that are helpful. So the first one is nurses and doctors. So how do nurses and doctors help us in our lives? Shout out all the things you can think of that they do to help you. Off you go. Did you come up with lots of different things they do to help you? Perhaps they fix your broken arm. Perhaps they sew up a cut that you might have gone or put a plaster on your cut. Maybe they check and see what is wrong with you and they can tell you what medicine you need. Nurses and doctors are very, very clever and very helpful, aren't they? Number two, teachers. How do teachers help you? Off you go. Could you think of lots of things teachers do to help you? They help you learn how to read. They help you learn how to write and to do maths. They help you to be kind as well to your friends and family. They are very helpful as well, aren't they? They teach us lots and lots of things. Okay, number three. How do your parents or your carers, whoever looks after you, how do they help you? Ready, go. Okay, so how do your parents or whoever looks after you, how do they help? Maybe they help by making your dinner every day. Maybe they help you with schoolwork, your homework and things like that. Maybe they read to you. Maybe they help you by having such a fun life by taking you out on very special days out and making sure that you can listen to Tots O'Clock in wherever you are. <laughs>
Number four. How do your friends help you? Can you think of things that your friends do to help you? Okay, how do friends help us? Maybe they are good at making us laugh when we're sad, or if we've hurt ourselves, they can make us feel better because they're our best friends. They know exactly what we need, don't they? Maybe they help us have fun by thinking up brilliant games to play. Maybe they help you complete a game on your computer because they play it as well and they know how to do it. Friends are very helpful as well, aren't they? Okay, last one. How do policemen help us? Can you think of all the things that policemen do? Ready, steady, go! So, how do policemen help us? Well, policemen can make sure that any bad people out there are caught and locked up so that they can't hurt anybody or they can't steal anything anymore, can't they? They make sure that we're safe on the streets when we're out and about. Or if we're in busy places, police are there to help us all the time, aren't they? If we were lost, we could go and find the policemen and they would be able to help us. They are very good people to have around, aren't they? Okay, thank you very much for playing that game with me. I hope you've thought of all the helpful things and I bet you can think of loads of other people that help us every single day as well, can't you? So don't forget those people and remember how helpful everybody is around you. Okay, game number two. Two truths and a lie. Now I know lots of you love this game so we've had to do it again. So I'm gonna tell you three things and you have to guess which one is the lie. So I'll give you three bits of information. Two of them will be true things and one of them will be a lie. You've got to figure out which is the lie. Do you think you can do that? Yes. Okay, the first one. You should do one kind thing every day. You should never help others. You should never litter. So you should do one kind thing every day. You should never help others. You should never litter. That's right. You should never help others. That's not true, is it? That's the lie. Somebody will need your help at some point. I mean, it's very good of you to help people when you can. You might not be able to help everybody, but you'll be able to help somebody. So, you should never help others. That is a big fat lie. You should always try and help others. You should try and do one kind thing a day and definitely don't litter. Don't put your rubbish on the floor, that's so naughty. And it just looks horrible, doesn't it? So remember, no litter on the floor and do one kind thing a day. Okay, number two. I am a doctor. I've never broken a bone 
and I like to go to the dentist. I am a doctor, I've never broken a bone and I like to go to the doctor. Which one of those is a lie? I am a doctor, that's the lie. I'm certainly not a doctor. I wish I could be a doctor. It would be so good to be a doctor. They are so clever, so helpful and just brilliant. But I am not a doctor. So that is the big fat lie. I've never broken a bone though. Never broken any bones in my body. Touch wood. Let's hope it doesn't happen now. <laughs> and I like going to the dentist. A lot of people hate it, but I really, really like going to the dentist. I don't know why. I just enjoy them checking my teeth and doing anything they need to do. And just, yeah, it's good fun going to the dentist. Okay, number three. I am a teacher. I can't count to a hundred and I like reading books. I am a teacher. I can't count to a hundred and I like reading books. Which one is the lie? The lie is that I can't count to a hundred. Of course I can count to a hundred. Are you ready? One, two, miss a few, 99, a hundred. Yay! I did it, I did it, I did it, I did it. <laughs> no, I can count to a hundred. So that was the lie. I can't count to a hundred is not true. I am a teacher and obviously I like reading books because I read them all the time to you, don't I? Number four. I once chased a stolen car. I once found 50 pounds and I once slipped on a banana. So I once chased a stolen car. I once found 50 pounds and I once slipped on a banana. Which one is the lie? The lie is that I slipped on a banana. I've never slipped on a banana, but it's always funny in the cartoons and things when they do, isn't it? But I've never done that. <laughs> I did once chase a stolen car, not myself. It was one Christmas, me and my mum and my dad and my two brothers were on our way to my auntie's house on Christmas day. We were traveling over there. Um, the night before our car had been stolen, Boo. Some naughty person had come to steal our car. So we'd managed to borrow a car. We were on our way to my auntie's house and our car that had been stolen drove straight past us. So my dad turned the car around and we chased it down the road for a little bit. But then that car went through a red light and we can't go through red lights. That's very dangerous, isn't it? So my dad had to stop. But we told the police and then they went to find it. So that was good, wasn't it? <laughs> but that was a very exciting Christmas day chasing a stolen car and I once found 50 pounds yes I was walking down the street and there was a pile of 
notes on the floor, some £20 and some £10, and it was £50 in total. Somebody had lost it, and there was not a lot I could do about it. I did take it to the police station that was just round the corner, but nobody's going to be able to sh prove that it's theirs, are they? But yes. So I once chased a stolen car, I once found £50, and the big fat lie was that I slipped on a banana. I've never done that. <laughs> well done. Okay, the last one. I am a very happy person. I hate being helpful and I like being silly. Which one is the lie? I'm a very happy person. I hate being helpful and I like being silly. The lie is that I hate being helpful. Of course that's not true. I love helping people. Anybody who needs help, I am always there for them if they need it. I'm, I am a very happy person most of the time, so that was a truth. And I do like being silly sometimes. It's fun to be silly sometimes, isn't it? Yeah? Can you do me a really silly face? <laughs> Fantastic. And of course, the big fat lie was that I hate helping people. I definitely don't hate helping people. What a big fat lie. Thank you very much for joining in with my games. I hope you've enjoyed them today. The true truth and a lie is a great one to go and do. So have a think about two truths and a lie and go and ask somebody that's nearby and see if they can guess the lie. Hope you did well in all those games. Thank you very much for listening. Again, don't forget that the link is in the description below if you want to go and check out the book for yourself. And guess what? I'll be back again soon with some more stories and some more games. Have a great day and I'll see you soon.